Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Jump Podcast. I'm your host, Traveling Jackie, and I'm here to explore travel, adventure, and lifestyle in ways meant to motivate you to move and get out and see the world. Let this show be a source of travel advice and inspiration, but remember that in the end, it's you who takes the leap. Hey guys, hope everyone is doing well. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I have prepared for you an episode based on some packing tips. I get a ton of questions about packing, and it's actually one of my favorite subjects. Um, it doesn't have to be as hard as you think. I know most people have, have problems with it, have problems packing. They're scared of it. Um, if that's you, don't worry. You're totally normal. I've just been traveling with a carry-on for well over a decade. And um, part of the reason that packing is so easy for me is not just because I have so much practice, but uh, because I've been dialing down my gear for years. I have just had so much practice on the road that I know exactly what I need, what I will and won't use. And I have my go-to items that always get priority in my pack. Uh, in fact, it's funny because even at home, I still pretty much wear the same things all the time. I am a huge minimalist and essentialist. So my closet is, I have one of those regular like shallow closets with the sliding doors and it's not very big. And it's probably only maybe three quarters full, uh, including big coats and everything. Um, I just don't have very many clothes because I just don't need a lot of clothes. And I always end up wearing the same things. Uh, and it's the same on the road, same at home. So I just don't need a lot. I don't have a lot. And it makes it way easier for me to know exactly what my go-tos are for packing. So, um, I've broken this episode into five different categories and for each category, I'm going to share five things to remember to pack. And my hope is that the things that I share aren't the things you would first think of. Hopefully I'll help you think a little bit outside the box so you can be more prepared, uh, when you pack. So we're going to get 25 items worth of don't forget to pack these things. And I'll explain why for each item. And the categories for these are going to be number one for adventure travelers. So those who want to be prepared for any activity on the road Two for digital nomads, those of you who need to work on the road, three is for health maintenance. So meds or nutritional supplements, I guess you can call them that I take with me to keep as healthy as possible when I travel. And, uh, I never got sick for the entire last month that I was in Europe. So I feel like I've found a pretty decent combination for a health toolkit, I guess, if you will. Number four is for the dirt bag, which let's be honest, we all are sometimes. These are the things that will help you get by when you don't have access to certain luxuries like showers. Uh, the fifth category is for everyone. So the last five should be applicable to just about anybody. And I also just published a post about what's in my pack at travelingjackie.com slash pack. These are all of my current 
go-to items that I take with me, which includes everything we're going to talk about today. So when you hear me go through these items, if you want to know exactly the kind I use or the brand, if I don't mention it here, you can find it there. And I plan to keep that post as updated as I can with the current gear that I'm using and why I recommend it. So again, you can find that at travelingjackie.com slash pack. So next time you want to ask me a packing question or would like a gear recommendation perhaps, uh, or maybe you see a photo of me and wonder what my shoes or jacket or vest are, you can go to that post and hopefully you'll find your answers there. Um, and if not, you can comment and ask me. So that is my goal with that post. And hopefully we'll get a little bit of a head start with this episode. Today's episode is supported by World Packers, a worldwide community of travelers and hosts that connect to share an experience, usually through work in exchange for room and board. You may have heard of this type of travel before. It's a fabulous way to experience slow travel in a culture of your choice. Plus, you can save a ton of money by traveling this way as well because lodging and some food is often included. Uh, World Packers has been around since 2013. They know what they're doing. They have a super inspiring Instagram page. If you want to check that out first to learn more at World Packers, their entire platform exists to make deeper travel experiences more accessible to you, the traveler, and to your future host. It costs $49 a year for one person or $59 a year for a couple or friends traveling together for an account. And once you sign up, you can then access the contact information for hosts all around the world so you can start to plan your experiences. And these are experiences you can do for days, weeks, or even sometimes months at a time. The opportunities are literally endless. There are so many different types of projects that you can sign up for. And when you immerse yourself in a project like this in one place where you get to know the people and culture, it cannot be compared to the fast travel that many of us are used to. It's so different and so rewarding. So I encourage you to consider giving World Packers a try. And you can save $20 when you sign up by going to travelingjackie.com slash worldpackers or by using promo code jump at worldpackers.com. All right, let's get started. So the first category is for adventure travelers. Don't forget to pack these five things. Number one is a running belt, not just for running, but this is a small belt that expands to fit your phone or keys or money or all of the above. So it can double as a secret pocket if you feel you need one. Um, but I use mine constantly on trails, mostly for running. It's where I carry my phone when I run. And yes, I always carry my phone when I run for three reasons. One, safety. Two, music. And three, I track all of my activities on Strava. Um, I've also used a running belt on cycling tours and other activities where maybe I don't have pockets. Uh, it packs super small. So it's definitely a good item to have. So a running belt, number two, batting gloves. <laughs> and yeah, you might think this one is funny, but I actually use batting gloves for so many things. None of which include batting, by the way. Um, many activities are hard on my hands, so I protect them with leather batting gloves. I love it. Um, these are activities like kayaking, horseback riding, ropes course, zip lines, via ferratas, rafting, etc. I use them so much. They've really been through a lot and they hold up super well because they are leather. Um, they're just super handy to have. I would rather use my own gloves than someone else's when I need gloves. And um, of course they pack small as well. So batting gloves. Number three, a dry bag. 
This one might be a little more self-explanatory. Um, just be ready for water activities with a dry bag, which also packs super tiny. You can just have peace of mind that your belongings won't get wet when you're boating, paddleboarding in a steamy spa, maybe, or at the beach. Uh, that's great for sand too. It's just always a good thing to have on hand. So dry bag. Number four, an iPhone dry case with lanyard, or I mean, we don't have to be specific to iPhones here smartphone dry case with a lanyard. There are two bonuses to this. Uh, one, you can hang it around your neck, which makes your phone super easy to access, especially if you're, for example, on a paddleboard in a swimsuit and you don't have any pockets or anything. Uh, you can just hang your phone right there. And of course it's also waterproof. Our phones are getting more and more expensive. So these little waterproof cases, they're like less than $10. Just think of it like a super cheap insurance policy. So consider that iPhone or smartphone dry case with the lanyard. And the fifth one for this is kind of two parts. It's like a bonus one. Noon sport tabs for electrolyte replacement and compression socks for recovery. These two things combined after a hard or long day on the trail or whatever activity you've been doing majorly help with fast recovery so your body can recuperate as quickly as possible and be ready to go again the next day. Uh, compression socks are also great for long flights. So I wear them on airplanes to avoid, you know, feet swelling and noon it's N U U N. That's a brand. Noon is a fizzy tab that you just put into water. They have all sorts of different kinds for different uses, which are amazing. I've tried all of them. Um, but the one I'm suggesting here specifically is for electrolyte replacement. It's the sport version. You can get it with or without caffeine. Um, and if you're taking it at night, I would recommend without caffeine. So yeah, take care of your body after working it hard. Hopefully those will help. All right. The next category is for digital nomads. Don't forget to pack these five things. Number one, a privacy screen, that dark screen filter that you put over the screen of your laptop that prevents people from seeing your screen over your shoulder or from the side. They totally work. And I don't know about you, but I love privacy when I work. So I use this all the time. Uh, I just adhere it with regular tape and I take it on and off all the time. These are especially great for working on a plane in tight quarters. You just don't have to worry about the person next to you reading what you're typing or whatever. Uh, number two, a wireless mouse. I made the mistake of not bringing my wireless mouse on one of my, on my first like nine to 10 month round of nomadism a few years ago. And I swear my right hand started feeling like the, the claw. Do you guys remember Jim Carrey in, and the claw from liar liar? Because that is like what comes to my mind. I think about that because it just, it started hurting. It just like takes over and it's painful. Um, and so now I just bring a mouse, uh, and it doesn't need a mouse pad. You can use anything just bring it for comfort. If you're on your computer a lot, because that motion of just like using a trackpad just ends up hurting after a while. At least for me, it did. So wireless mouse is definitely what I recommend. Number three, an anchor portable charger. This is one uh, that I'm going to spell the brand for you. Anchor is A-N-K-E-R. And I have sworn by mine for four years since I bought it. And yes, I still use the same one. It's never died on me. I've never lost it. It's about the same size of my cell phone. And when it's fully charged, it will charge my phone like six or seven times. Plus, I also use it to charge my GoPro. 
Um, it's just fabulous to have in the backcountry when you have limited access to electricity or just generally if you use your phone a lot, I never leave home without mine. It's probably my number one packing tip to anyone is get an anchor. Uh, they don't make the exact one that I use anymore. They have a smaller version and now they have a little bit bigger version. So I would suggest maybe getting just the smaller one, which should be just a little bit smaller than your phone, uh, just because the bigger ones that they're making now have gotten a lot heavier. So you won't get quite as many charges out of the smaller one, probably four or five charges, but it's still an incredible product to have. And the brand does matter, you guys. Anchor, A-N-K-E-R. Check it out. All right. Number four, a USB stick or hard drive or both. Actually, it's always good to have a backup source of storage, whether it means you're just grabbing photos off of someone else's computer or for being able to back up your laptop as you travel and don't store these two things, your hard drive and your laptop in the same bag, you know, keep them separate just in case you lose a bag or something happens. So if you're storing photos or backing up your computer or whatever it is, I just definitely recommend having backup options. Number five, business cards. When you meet people, what do you end up asking each other? Among many other questions, you probably ask what you do for work. And in my life, this very often leads to people wanting me to write down my blog or Instagram for them, or they want to keep in touch with me or whatever. So I actually keep business cards on me as much as I can remember to. They really do come in handy. Uh, So this is a good one, not just for conferences or actual work events, but for everyday life business cards. All right. So those are my five for digital nomads. And the next category is for health maintenance. And before I get into these things, I suppose I should just give you a little disclaimer that, you know, it's always a good idea to check with your doctor before you take advice. I'm not a doctor. Just this is what I do. This is what works for me. So take what you want from these ideas and make it your own. So don't forget to pack these five things. Number one, emergency packs or airborne or noon, what I mentioned previously, I actually take an emergency fizz packet every single day. It's just part of my daily routine at home as well. And I especially do not forget it when I am about to get on a plane or put my body through the exhaustion of traveling because that's a lot to keep up with anyway. Um, I buy them in big boxes at Costco. I swear by them. I mentioned airborne or noon as well, because they have similar products. So basically just find the one that works for you and maybe take it every day. That's what I do. Number two, this one's very specific. Nutribiotic grapefruit seed extract. You might have never heard of that. I don't know. But all I'm going to say is this. Full disclosure, this one is sort of a mystery to me, but it's one of those things that my mom has always sworn by. And we used to take it when we got sick as kids. Um, and I used to carry the version of this that had the immune support ones with me when I, when I traveled, but you're not supposed to take those for prolonged periods of time. And the Nutribiotic grapefruit seed extract is just a nutritional supplement. So I went back to just the regular ones and I will tell you what, since I started taking them every single day with my emergency packet, I have not gotten sick this entire year with all the travels that I've done. So I'm just going to leave that one right there. Nutribiotic grapefruit seed extract, GSE it's called. Um, So yeah, that was kind of random, but I actually love it. So that's number two. Number three, melatonin. 
This is just a natural sleep aid and it's brilliant for helping with jet lag and sleeping in strange places. I just take three to six milligrams when I want to sleep and it helps me fall asleep. It really is great for jet lag, especially when you're trying to readjust to a completely different time zone. Melatonin will help you get there. Number four is Zycam. This is a cold remedy. Uh, you probably heard of it. And I like the dissolvable tabs that you just put under your tongue. I carry this with me because if I feel like I'm getting sick, I will start taking them immediately. And I like already having them with me so that I don't have to wait to get to a pharmacy or something, which is often completely impossible depending on where I am. So while I don't always use it, I do like to have Zycam with me just in case. Um, and if I do get sick, it, it shortens your cold. So you can just get through it faster. So I am a fan of Zycam. Number five, probiotics. This is also an everyday thing for me at home or abroad. I have a shelf stable probiotic, which means it doesn't have to be refrigerated. So it's extra great for travel. So if you want to see the exact brand, you can find it in that post, travelingjackie.com slash pack. I also, maybe this is a bonus number six. I also bring digestive enzymes because we often eat food that is foreign to our stomachs when we travel. And so if you have any kind of sensitivities, digestive enzymes can't hurt. So I always have those on hand as well. And those are also in the post too. All right, moving right along. The next category is for the dirt bag, which yeah, that's all of us at times. You can admit it. I'm admitting it too. Uh, no shame. So don't forget to pack these five things. Number one, wet wipes. The first time you take a wet wipe shower, you'll understand why it's great to have these handy. <laughs> Number two, dry shampoo. This is wonderful for making your hair last as long as possible in between washes. And honestly, I wash my hair only once or maybe twice a week at most. And I have a dry shampoo that I swear by. It's actually a powder. It's non-aerosol. So the airlines don't ever give me any trouble for it. And it's like 18 or $20 for a small bottle of it, but it has lasted me well over three years so far. And I'm like not even halfway through it. So you could try the one that I use if you haven't used one before. Uh, I linked that one in the post as well, or bring one that you're used to, but don't forget your dry shampoo. Number three, a scrubber. It's like a dry bag, if you can imagine a dry bag, but it's designed specifically for hand washing your clothes. It has almost like a washboard on the inside of it. So you put your clothes and soap and water inside and you roll it, close it up, let the air out. There's a little valve. And then you just scrub away, you roll it on the floor. You don't even have to get your hands wet. It's brilliant. And then you can just rinse out the clothes. So this is super great if you're going to need to wash your clothes and might not have access to laundry facilities. So keep that one in mind. It's called a scrubber. Number four, a sampler vial of perfume or cologne. You know, for those times, just bring something that smells good so that when you don't, you can try to hide it. <laughs> They're tiny. Just grab one. Number five, biodegradable soap like Dr. Bronner's. You may have heard of the Dr. Bronner's 18-in-1 soap that acts as laundry soap, shampoo, body wash, etc. So you can bathe, you can wash clothes, dishes, whatever you need to. It's great to have on hand. They make them in tiny bottles so you can carry them on. It's also, uh, th those ones specifically are biodegradable and vegan. 
But as I have learned, even biodegradable soaps should not be used directly in water sources like lakes and rivers because they need soil to break down. So make sure you're far away from water sources when you use them, but bring soap. And finally, the last category is for anyone. Don't forget to pack these five things. Number one, the anchor charger. In case you checked out or skipped the digital nomad section, like I mentioned, the anchor charger is my number one favorite item to add to any packing list. So I'm including it for this section too. Don't be without battery in your phone, especially if you're traveling solo. Number two, water bottle and coffee tumbler. Yes, a reusable water bottle and a small coffee tumbler, if that's your style. I carry these with me everywhere. They always travel with me. I am a member of TAP, Travelers Against Plastic, which basically is just a movement to have a better impact when we travel, including avoiding single-use plastic, which we should be doing anyway. So one way we can start is by not using those silly single-use plastic water bottles. Please, whenever you can, use reusable water bottles and coffee mugs. The less we have to recycle, the better. Um, And remember, you can get a grail bottle if you want to be able to filter your own water. You get a 20% discount on grail.com with the code jump. That's what our friends at grail have set up for us. So uh, you can grab one of those if you want. Always pack a reusable water bottle. Let's do what we can to reduce plastic waste. Number three, earplugs. Even if you don't use them normally, you might want them when sleeping in strange places when you travel, especially if you plan to sleep in dorms where there are multiple other people coming in and out and hopefully not snoring. The kind I use are linked to in my posts and I swear by them because they are soft and squishy and made for small ear canals. So they're smaller, so they don't hurt to wear. So earplugs are a big one. Number four, a universal adapter. It's funny how many people forget this part. So that's why I'm including it here. This is just the adapter so that you can plug your electronics into foreign outlets. If you get a universal one, it just means that it comes with multiple different shapes for different outlets. So you only need to buy one adapter. Um, And a note about the converter side of things. Fun fact, the white box on your Mac charger or your iPhone charger I'm just using Apple as an example. This is this goes for any laptop or phone. The little box that the USB thing actually plugs into, or maybe it's your charger for your camera, the, the box part where the battery attaches to on your camera. Look at those. Look at the tiny print on it and you should see 110 to 240 V volts. It in itself is a converter, which is why you only need an adapter to work with these. Okay. So what you don't want to do is use a hairdryer or a razor without a converter with only an adapter. You'll fry it in an instant. So get a converter or try a dual voltage hairdryer for those to be safe. But generally like with your phone and your computer, normal electronics like that, they have their own converter built in. So all you need is the universal adapter. Number five, visa and international certificate of vaccination. You might not need a visa, but it is always, always a good idea to just check travel.state.gov and see if you need a visa for any country on your destination list. Sometimes you need to take care of it ahead of time. So just check to be sure. Visa regulations change 
all the time and you just don't want to run into this problem, trust me. Um, The International Certificate of Vaccination is the yellow card that you are given when you get vaccinated for things like typhoid or yellow fever, etc. You will need one for entry into certain countries where vaccines are required. These are generally in the tropics, but this is also a good idea to just check cdc.gov that's the Center for Disease Control, cdc.gov, to see what's required for your destination countries. And while we're on this note, I'm gonna give you a little note about passports. Uh, Your passport needs to be valid for six months after your trip. So don't get caught in that renewal period or you run the risk of being denied entry or paying a lot of money to get around this little fact. Um, Keep an eye on your expiration date and renew it at least six months before. So keep that in mind. If you're buying plane tickets and having to put in your passport number, make sure your passport is going to last longer than six months. A lot of countries require you to have a valid passport for six months after you travel there. And one more little bonus tip on this. It could also be a good idea to travel with extra passport photos. If you'll be wandering long-term, this could be for obtaining visas abroad. Um, So if you're already getting them taken, get a couple extra just in case and just carry them with you. And also it is a great idea to always have a copy of your passport with you. Number six, I'm going to give you guys a bonus on this one. This is two pairs of headphones and it might not apply to everybody, but while our phones have changed jacks and a lot of us use wireless earbuds too, like we have different from the normal audio jack that's now plugging into a lot of our phones. Guess what hasn't changed? The headphone jacks on airplanes. So if you want to watch movies in the comfort of your own headphones, don't forget the extra set with the regular headphone jack. And also for digital nomads, because these might also still be the right plug for your computer. And so if you need to listen to audio in a public space, it's also a good idea for that. So just make sure that if your go-to headphones are not the kind that have the regular headphone jack, then bring two pairs of headphones. Okay. That concludes my lists of all these things to not forget to pack. I hope that was helpful for you. And again, you can find all of this and a lot more in my current gear post at travelingjackie.com slash pack. If you have questions or comments or thoughts, or let me know if you like this episode, you can go ahead and leave a comment there on that page and I will respond to you. I am actually about to pack for my group trip to Patagonia. I will be down there by the time this episode airs and I can't wait to meet my new group, take them all on an adventure of a lifetime in Aysen in Chile. And I also want to give a quick shout out to both Osprey for providing all of my group participants with brand new Trek packs and to Turtle Fur for providing all of us with headbands and beanies and tubes for the cold weather. I feel so fortunate to be able to work with such great brands. Um, Okay, guys, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you learned something. And hopefully the next time you pack, you will feel a bit more prepared. Thanks for being here. I will catch you guys next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.